Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. Yeah, I totally forgot you had the drunk edit going there. But uh, That was fun, I tell you. I could just edit all this stuff into a, a good cop, bad cop baseball podcast or whatever that was called. I don't even know what it was called. Something like that. Now, nah, please, JCB, tell us more about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I was amazed that there was so many kids, I guess. I guess this is where I'm getting old, where I <laughs> I can't tell, you know, how old certain people are at a certain age, but they were definitely under 21 for sure. And I'm looking around, and I'm kind of thinking to myself, why is this happening? And when you guys said that uh, spring break was happening on both sides of your fences, I was like, oh, okay, this that makes a whole lot more sense now. But uh, yeah, opening day was a good time by, by all, except for the fact that the Cardinals didn't lose. But, you know, a good baseball game is, was had by all. So in that scenario, I think it was a uh, it was all good. I couldn't, couldn't complain about it. It was beautiful weather. I had Brett here for the uh, couple of days. We'll talk about that as we get into good cop and a, a little smidgen bad cop parts for that. But, uh, yeah, all was good. Oh, damn it. I forgot. we got to talk some wrestling, haven't we? Shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, I would have been quite happy talking baseball for another couple of hours, but um, Matt's going to get all pissy. Matt, how you doing, buddy? Come on, take it. We'll let, give you a chance to take us well away from baseball. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing... I'm doing... Uh, it's been, been an odd week, Graham. It's been a very odd week. Um, I, it, it was my short week at work, which is uh-huh. always a good thing. But between last week's ed recording and this one, I had my stag do, of course. Um, my brother will be getting a talking to from me next time I see him in person for deciding to get the whole of Facebook to order me alcohol at our table we were sitting at. So well done, my brother. Uh, 19 drinks later. That's a a lot of uh, orange squash right there. That was not orange squash, my friend. (laughs) That was, that was not sunny day. (laughs) But uh, a good time was had. A good time was had and it's all good. Um, Graham, in light of our guests, I'm I'm gonna shut up at this point because I have to give intro once for him. Of course, of course, take it away. Okay, <clears throat> ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. Hello, Mark. Welcome to the Band of Rings podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Veggie, aka the St. Charles, Missouri Turkey Bovera. And over <laughs> in Charles, Missouri, we have. <laughs> We have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB? Oh, man. It, 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 it almost feels like home. I, I didn't get to report the podcast last uh, last night because I was at opening day. So, yeah, this is getting my re- recording, my podcast duties Did out you? of the way. So on that lovely note, I'll ask the congregation to bow their heads as I read from the latest edition of Good Cop, Bad Cop episode. I believe this is 239? One. 231. We you one. We'll go with one, I guess. Fair enough. But I wanted to do with this. <laughs> I wanted to go with the correct numbers so I can be correct on that. But neither here nor there. Um, it's good always to be back. I knew I had a uh, a couple of days to play with, uh, with Brett coming into town and uh, me taking off for AEW on Wednesday night and then opening day on Thursday. 
I gave you guys a shout out because I knew we were talking about this at some point, uh, late 2022, maybe the front part of 2023. And I was like, you know, if there is a, a time to get back on GBBC, it's, this is it. You know, there's only so many times that the window of opportunity opens and stays open. So I hit you guys up and now we're here. And I'm, I'm glad to be back. The I window of opportunity is always open here. Oh, yeah. Matt, I said pretty much. <laughs> Like we'll move whatever we need to move around. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. Like this is, this is a, we have difficulty arranging times. But I was like, oh, if if JCB's if there's any opportunity that you because you even said might be able to, I was like, oh, we're not booking anybody. I was like, this is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I, I, if you can't make it. You can't make it. But we're not. There's no, I appreciate no way I that. Anyone else? Once I knew you were even slightly available this weekend. Yeah, sorry, no, Mike. Wait to wait to eight to a bitch. <laughs> No, uh, just one thing because I have to defend uh, my BFR brother, and uh, I heard I guess that was last week's show when you were saying that Bill has time <laughs> to go to local shows and not come on Good Cop Bad Cop. This would be a scenario where you would have to kind of bend towards his schedule because now he's a dad, and that's a whole thing. God bless him for that. You know he's. That baby's growing up, you know, she's walking now, so that's a whole nother mm. scenario to itself. And uh, the while, fact while that this is, while this is all true, JCB, and I do applaud him for, for you standing up for your brother here. I'd like to point out that Graham has two children who act like they're three-year-olds still. Okay. <laughs> and he and and he's the biggest kid in the room as well, to be fair. And between organizing a wedding, doing editing free podcasts, um, and having an actual shoot job. I seem to get my my act together for a show. I'd like to point out as well, but Chad po- does does podcasting four times a week with a kid running around on the show. <laughs> okay, Comple- completely all fair points. All I was going to <laughs> I, say was this: <laughs> I, kid, I kid, I fully respect Bill. Uh, although no, I, 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 play I think they, I just think it, it would take. Uh, a little effort on both sides. Can you do this day? Can you do this day? If you are willing to record on a day that's not Friday, that's what I think would ultimately have to happen for him to be on. I know he's talked about being on multiple times, and when he hears about this, I'm sure I'll hear about it on next Thursday as well. So, yeah, I just... He was, Bill can get a little jealous from time to time, and you know, he, as, as he, the, he and he and um, he and BFR West were a little bit um, snarky about you not being on the show. <laughs> I just I like to make sure that uh, I was tuning in. I always tune in to BFR; it's a great show. Uh, but I was trying to get some things for your Devil's Advocates, and you weren't on, and I wasn't aware you weren't going to be on at the time. I was like, what the fuck? Um, he's not on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird because opening day usually coincides right around the week of WrestleMania, and I, it feels like I've missed a lot of the WrestleMania pre uh, the pre show the the prediction show whatever however you want to call oh, it. Yeah. But I'm always back for the uh, the review show, and that once again, you know, the opening day just fell on the, the day we record. So. You know, I was there in spirit. I wish they would have uh, had a little sound bites for me, so that way I'd actually been there in voice spirit. But you know, I've sent my picks in. You know, I listened to to it this morning, and you know, it's it's classic of BFR. It's just just silliness and over the top. God bless Zach. You know, like I said before on multiple occasions, I think he's the the heart and soul of BFR. I can 
make I can't make jokes like he can't, you know. I can try to, but it just doesn't have that same zip that Zach has. You know, Bill has the hardest job in the world. He has to wrangle us all in and I just basically roll up and talk smack and uh, you know, take all the credit. So in that scenario, I have to give a little love to my brethren over there, especially Bill, because I know once he hears that I'm on here, he's not gonna be too happy with me. So yeah, let's just let's try to uh, you, you guys figure this out <laughs> amongst yourselves. Right, right. Hey, look, I've, I've laid the four foundation down for it. Now, from that point, it's on you guys to figure it out. <laughs> so, episode two thirty one, definitely not with uh, BFR JCB. I think that might be the title. Definitely not JCB. We'll, we'll throw yeah. him off. That. I'll throw him off the scent if I put that. <laughs> I do, I do think the only chance I'll end up, ever end up on BFR is if I end up in Bill's basement. I'll bring the weed. <laughs> no, actually, actually, we are we go outside for stuff, stuff like that. It's legal here in Missouri, so basically, you can do it at however whatever you want to. Yeah. But I was going to say, there's a certain person that's not going to be on BFR on Thursday. I'm not naming any names, but two of the three people we already talked about, and the third person that's representing BFR West won't be there on Thursday. I'm just saying. Mm, okay. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just, I'm just putting it out there. Just you know, <laughs> if you're not sure what the time conversion is between uh here and there, but we record uh seven thirty Central Standard Time on Thursday. So just saying. On Thursday, uh one thirty. I'm trying AM Friday. Yeah. I I love you, JCB, but <laughs> uh, get some sleep, brother. I'm going to be exhausted at that point, thoroughly exhausted at that point. But uh, I do appreciate your offer. I'll be, I'll come on at some point. I'd love to come on be offer at some point. Well, well, you know, we do. I do have the other uh, the podcast with Brad Phoenix Flash. So you know, we're we're much more flexible, yes. at least in that scenario. In fact, I actually reached out to you as soon as Phoenix Flash launched. I was like, we need to have you and Brett back on. We need to have yes, you um, plug the show. Uh, if nothing else, um, and no, Brett, Brett, Brett's not here. Where are you, Brett? Are you still carrying? Because we beat you, we beat you in the tag team tournament. Is that why you fucked <laughs> it off still? <laughs> he was, I was saying that I was coming on. He's like, Oh, yeah, you know, I haven't been on in a while. That I don't think he mentioned anything about that. No, he, no, uh, he, won't, he won't mention losing, will he? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. I'm just saying I'm thinking he didn't mention anything about that. Now, from that point, I'm gonna let you guys handle it. But uh, no, he's Brett's doing well. You know, the pod is doing, I love doing the podcast, it's different in the sense that. With me doing the Phoenix Splash podcast, I'm like the host, so I play the role of Bill in this scenario, so I have a whole lot more respect for Bill in this scenario. It's easy to kind of reel one person in with Brett versus reeling two people in with myself and Zach, and if, God forbid, if anybody else is there, if Vice is dropping in for, you know, to hang out or whatever, we'll always giggle on the side. So, like I said, I love doing Phoenix Splash. It's different from band from ringside because we're touching on all things Joshi and strong style wrestling. Hmm. Um, be doing the, be, being the host is different. It's, I love band from ringside. I always will. 300 was an amazing number. Again, all the old band from ringside caricatures back together again in some form or fashion was amazing. I wish we could have had another hour with that. That was, it was just magical and, Getting to 300 was an amazing, amazing achievement. I never thought we would get to 30, much less 300. But Phoenix Flash, let's try this again. Phoenix Flash podcast is just different because, like I said, we're talking about New Japan and uh, TJPW and Noah, Stardom and all that other good stuff. So 
it's 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 still wrestling, but it's just it's just different style of wrestling. That's on it's something that me and Brett thoroughly enjoy. That's our common ground when we met each other at Forbidden Door. And once from that point, it was just you know we've had to figure out how to do it. So you know, five episodes in, six will probably be sometime in April, probably the second or third week in April. Looking forward to it is how I keep up with New Japan and all that stuff now because we haven't got a um, channel for it in the UK. So, uh, so you are literally my one outlet for it, JTB. Hey, no, no, yeah, you can steal my uh, passcode. It's about to say it's fine. Everybody else, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd have to get a VPN for that, probably. But either way, um, it, it, it'd be it's what don't give me that. Don't give me your, and, and speaking it's of which, it's just it's a subscription service. You just subscribe about. I can't do it. Jesus Christ! You can't. You can't use a UK WWE network subscription in, the, in America. You can't. No, New Japan. You can't. You can't subscribe to the New Japan channel, the membership from well, England. Nobody yes, could. But I probably oh, could, yes, Graham, yes. but I've got twenty-three grand to start paying off. So, okay. and yeah, so... twenty, and twenty. Yeah. Uh, on that <laughs> note, Graham, what are you drinking there? It's not you. Well, I'm on spring break. I'm on spring break. I got a beer. Well, have you started it already? Yeah. Heck yes. Been a long, nice. been a long, uh, it's been a long spring. We have had no snow days at all, which has been uh, it's ridiculous. So, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, so well, I'll bring a beer. How you, seeing as how you, you've had a little bit of baseball content, just then, Graham, how about I give it a trading card? Um, right, right in front of us, Chris has, Chris has given me one of his packs to open. Okay, in the episode. So, let's see what they've given us. Here. We got me the ejects last year. I can't get into it right now, but this is. <laughs> Should have tested before before I thought I was going to oh, do it. Oh dear, this is what happens with live podcasting. You got to fail. This is like having Jackson around. He's like, uh, "Can you open this for me?" It feels just like that. Oh boy. Should we come back to you in an hour? Come back to me in a minute. Yeah. Oh, oh no. This is ridiculous. While you're trying to figure that out, um, I didn't have this written down specifically in my notes, but um, at the time of recording, uh, Visionaries Global Media is going to be five years old tomorrow. Uh, and the time this episode comes out, um, it likes to be five years old yesterday. So I, I mentioned it in our little group chat, but shout out to Chad and Diesel for all the hard work they put in. Like, Matt's got a million podcasts as it is already. He has to put those out every single week. And you mentioned different people got three, four. Um, there's a lot of us putting content out. And um, those guys are always apparently happy to do that for us. And uh, we certainly appreciate it. Very accommodating as well. Very accommodating. Absolutely. So many different places you can get the shows now. And and thanks to everyone's hard work. BFR, um, Good Cop, Bad Cop, MGB. JCB, um, good cop, bad cop, uh, trading cards, <laughs> just to name a few. Dungeon dra- Dungeon Junkies, View from Top Rope, of course. Uh, of Crystal course. Games, I could keep going on, but I'm not going to because it would be boring. Um, on behalf of all of them, I think I could speak for all of them when we say thank you, Chad and Diesel. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And a happy birthday, VGM. Uh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Got me cards open, Graham. Oh, yeah, some cards. All right. What type I of got, cards are they? Was it they, are, they, they are Pokemon cards. Okay. So this is a, a Yanma. A Yanma. There he is. Okay. Yeah, he's uh he's terrible. He has 20 speed dive. That's what he's got one move, speed dive. He's getting beaten easily. Okay, you've got Mighty Yana. Mighty Yana, which is the evolved form of Poochie Yana. Basically hyena hybrids. 
yeah, I'm not going to bore you about Grant Grant. I'm not going to bore you of him. Good. I'm glad you opened them now so I don't have to do a whole show on it. <laughs> I still got to have an episode on Pokemon cards at some point because I haven't talked to anyone about it. It seems an obvious one that I'm going to have. I'm surprised you haven't had someone to do them already. Uh, I would have thought by now I would have had Pokemon, but it hasn't happened. So it'll happen at some point. At least you, at least you knew when you came on the show that it, you had to bring cards. <laughs> Unlike my current guest, my yeah, current episode. Go check, go check out on v, go check out Bit Path Monday on VGM. Um, fantastic episode with um, RDADA, uh, who stopped by the offices to uh, to um, yeah to embarrass himself. Make me laugh. I hired it was. I, I love it was my be crazy, but I didn't know it was going to be. He asked, "Could he go off topic?" I didn't realize he was going to go off topic before I'd even click record. But hey, this is Michael talking about. Oh no, no, JCB, do you do much collecting? I did when I and um, Graham and I were talking about this um, before. We were just, you know, I confirmed it or whatever, and he asked me the follow up question about. It. When I was a kid, I had all kinds of baseball cards. I mean. Collecting them out the yin yang comic books too. I was a huge comic book head. I'm a huge, you know, Marvel guy when it comes to movies or whatever. But now I just don't. I mean, it's not that I don't have time. I still like, you know, find myself always gravitating towards comic books and baseball cards and you know football cards, things like that. But honestly, I just, I just don't have time to do it anymore. It's like, you know, two jobs, two pods. You know. Life moves pretty fast, so in this scenario, unfortunately, I just don't. Mm-hmm. I can relate on that. Yeah, that's become my follow-up question to everyone I talk to now. By any chance, do you collect cards or do you collect anything? <laughs> <laughs> it, it, always it, thrown in at the end of any conversation nowadays. Yeah, anyone at this point, Graham, wants to know as well, because they want to know if it's being added to your ever-growing list of guests. Uh-huh. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind uh, jumping on a, 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 a God forbid, another pod to talk about trading cards or whatever but yeah i just like i said i don't it's just for me at this point i just want to you know be able to keep up with you know the modern day players and whatever sport it is you know uh because i watch so much wrestling and i almost find myself you know not being able to watch other things like you know sports or you know just sitcoms of the Mandalorian's new uh, season just came out. I was like, man, I haven't even seen the second season yet. And they just fired out a third. I was like, yes. we haven't finished season one yet. Okay. So there you go. Life moves fast. So in this scenario, so uh, things have to, to take a fall. Yeah. I think we both had that realization at the same time, Matt, that we're not as caught up as we intended being or we intended watching and haven't quite yet. <sighs> This is, the, this, yeah. is, this is life of footage. There's so much great content out there in general that mm-hmm. you've got to try to... And there's these many hours in the day. And think Speaking I'm, of hours I'm, in the day, I know JCB's got to work again today as well, so absolutely. we need to get to those good cop moments, guys. Let's do it. Let's, Seven let's minutes, it. boys. We're primed. Good! Bad! I think I've said this line in a long time. Guests always get to go first. JCB, you're up. What you got for us? What's your main good cop moment of the week? So, like I was saying, um, we had Brett uh, in from. He drove in from Louisville uh, for Saint into St. Louis, first time in the St. Louis. So he came down to downtown with us uh, for opening day. Some of the festivities didn't actually go to the game, but uh, hung around to some of the local bars or whatever the case may be. Had an amazing time, but 
ultimately, <clears throat> excuse me, the reason why I came in, it was for AEW. They had the AEW Dynamite show at the Chaffetz Arena on Wednesday night. Uh, obviously, one of the two of the big things, uh, Jeff Cobb versus Kenny Omega in the U.S. title match. I thought it was a really, really, really good match. I uh, wish we might have gone a little five, ten minutes longer. And, you know, ultimately, sorry, not sorry. I wish Jeff Cobb would have won. I would like to see the U.S. title back in actually in Japan, defended in New Japan, but that's just me. Um, When you have two amazing talents like that, it's just hard to to be mad about any kind of result. And the fact that I can check off Kenny Omega on my little wish list of guys I want to see live, that's always a good thing, too. Um, Afterwards, they did uh, some Rampage tapings, but then they dropped in some ROH tapings. So, Little did I know I was going to see me, uh, Yamasha, Vikingo. Uh, who else came out? That was just, I didn't even expect to see it come out. Uh, two, three other people came out. And then Eddie Kingston came out last. Um, you know, Brian Danson flipped heel to turn uh, along with Black Bull Combat Club, even though Adam Page said, um, BBC on air, which I thought was absolutely comedy central. Uh, I had to come back later that night on Wednesday to make sure he said that for real. And I was, he, he said it. I was just like, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever. Um, good kind of moment for me is just going to my first AEW show, getting that in, seeing some, uh, a couple of good matches, seeing the Brian Downs return, but then just having this, these nuggets of people I'd never thought I would get a chance to see it. I wouldn't have guessed that would be on tapings, whether it was Rampage and or Ring of Honor, where as somebody that likes more independent wrestling versus WWE or AEW, seeing these people, women and men, that was a treat to itself. So, you know, big shout out to Brett. Thanks for hooking up the tickets. It was a good time. I know that people would say that the, the crowd was soft, and it was soft. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie for St. Louis. I thought it was going to be a much bigger bigger turnout. But in our defense, I think part of the reason might have been Raw was Raw was last the week before, it sounds right. Yeah, and then obviously the next day was opening day. But neither here nor there. I had a good time. And if you didn't, sorry, not sorry. I got us. I know you mentioned Jeff Cobb there. There was a point in time when, um, obviously, we get the PWI list, and Mason obviously follows independent wrestlers. We met, and you kind of watch them move up that list. Um, at one point in time, Jeff Cobb was the highest person on the PWI list that we'd ever met. I, I think that's been surpassed since, but it was certainly true to begin with. Um, but um, yeah, yeah. Matt, you got anything to add about AEW? I, I got to admit, I'm pretty um, limited with AEW. I, I'm not sure I've even watched AEW this year. That That's how much I'm kind of... It's just bit like busy. We've talked about life. I, I just haven't got around to it. There's just always been other stuff going on. Um, except for highlights. Brief highlights, I've caught. But that's you it. You have been very studiously watching New Japan, though, Graham. I, I have. I've been making a much better job of doing that. Or at least when I don't delete it on your recommendation. Uh, I didn't delete. I didn't say delete. I didn't at any point say delete anything. I just said that Impact was not a good show that week. Uh, yeah, and so I deleted it and then forgot that New Japan was at the end of that one. I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. 
That's on you, not on me. That's on oh, you, not on me. I obviously haven't had a chance um, to catch up. I, I, it's Friday. Friday evenings when I catch up on all that stuff. So I still got Impact to watch, New Japan to watch, and um, BFR. I saw was I saw it dropped into my iPod. I was like, ah, oh, I would like to listen to that before we recorded, but I haven't. I have not had the chance yet, unfortunately. But hey, wait. I'm gonna tell you. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. It absolutely sucked. Don't even bother <laughs> listening to this. Week. <laughs> so when Bill asked later. Why but, uh, the listenership went down by one this week? We'll know the answer now. Oh well, it could be even more if you <laughs> listen to this. Jason, one of the things that I've learned over the years is whenever you're not on an episode, listen in because you want to hear <laughs> shit they're talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, trust me. You know I listen in. <laughs> they, they were talking shit earlier. I'm like, dude, come on, man. It's not even five minutes. I just love the fact that every single time good card, bad card drops on a, on a Monday. I know that I'm in his head the whole time. Because <laughs> I'm living rent-free inside that bull head of his. You even get a mention on this week's episode of uh, JGB. I'm not sure if it's dropped yet. It, dro- it dropped with BFR. So, oh, okay. you in the BFR, listen to JGB straight after. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Absolutely perfect. Less than 30 minutes this week. It was I got to admit I did chuckle at the BBC reference, particularly given the current... Issues with people on <laughs> strike at the BBC in the UK. Um, oh no, that that's amazing. Fun. That was kind of funny. I, but I, but I also it was a bit. To be fair, Danielson turning heel. To be fair, the 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 Blackpool Comic Club needed to go heel at this point. They needed to do that. Um, so it wasn't a massive shock. Danielson does great work as a heel. We know this. Um, what else you got, boys? Let's see what you got. I want to see more. Go. On. Um, I, I knew there was one more thing I wanted to ask JCB, and I lost my track of thought. I remembered one thing, then forgot the second thing. Um, having been to AEW shows, um, particularly the ones last year, sometimes they'll come out before the show and they'll bring somebody out, or they'll tease the fact that, hey, guys, stick around afterwards. Uh, we're going to bring somebody out, which is how I managed to get my high five from CM Punk last year. Um, did they bring anybody out at the end? Did they do any like in ring promos, just kind of talking to the crowd or anything like that? After, <clears throat> excuse me, after the. Dynamite show, uh, Garcia lost in the main event to Adam Cole. So, uh, yeah, sorry, I should have did that myself. Um, And Tony Khan comes out and starts to talk about, you know, know, hang out. We're going to do a Rampage taping and then do a second taping of Ring of Honor because obviously it's two hours. They did the first hour taping around 5.55 to the seven o'clock hour and then they did the second half um more towards like 10 30 to 11 30 it was getting pretty late but we we were basically there for about five hours from uh start to finish so by like vikingo came out at like 11 30 central standard time i'm like oh are you kidding me you know i want to get so hype and now i'm just tired you're I'm telling you you're killing me right now but uh they set up the Daniel Garcia Tanahashi match right then and there. Uh, Daniel Garcia comes out. Basically, it's like you know you're talking about everybody but me. Blah blah blah. You know I'll I'll take on anybody. You know, give me Tanahashi. And in the next thirty seconds later, that card or that match was made for uh, Super Card of Honor, if I'm not mistaken. So that will be tonight. Um, but no, it, it it felt like every other time that I've seen Tony Khan come out is basically to say, hey. Don't leave just yet. We've got, you know, Rampage to come out. we got uh, 
Super not Supercard Honor, but uh, Ring of Honor uh, tapings to do. But there wasn't anybody special outside of Daniel Garcia, and I'm not saying that Daniel Garcia isn't special, mm-hmm. but uh, nobody that was, you know, a surprise or anything like that. To me, the surprises were, I, I guess I wasn't paying attention to who was going to be on Ring of Honor wrestling that week. And like I said, there was a couple of times like, oh, I didn't know this person was coming out. Oh, I didn't know this person was coming out. So for me, it was five hours. It was super, super long. But man, it was so, so much talent coming out from so many different organizations. So in that scenario, it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Matt, what you got for us? Um, I want to talk about... Oh, that's right. It's WrestleMania weekend. What? <laughs> what? It is? Oh, yeah. shit. We didn't even mention that in the intro. Oh, my God. WrestleMania <laughs> baby. Um, obviously, um, it's, it's 39. Uh, tonight, WrestleMania, which feels like a switch. I have to say, it feels like the smallest WrestleMania of all time. Even the COVID one? There's still more matches on, the, on each show. Okay. There's six matches on each show, on each night, which feels quite small. And they're having the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal on SmackDown tonight, two days ago, um, which is, I love doing that. Brilliant. I love doing that. JD is nodding in agreement here. He knows exactly what I'm, what, exactly how I'm going with this. Um, however, WWE. CEO Nick Khan has said and promised multiple surprises. Vince now, back, well, Vince did sign a did sign an employee contract yesterday, um, where he get well, he paid one point two million a year, but that wasn't in my good call, Graham. So, um, so, but I am interested to. I mean, I am intrigued about. Who could probably turn up at WrestleMania? Because there's several people who are back from injuries and ready to, ready to go, sort of thing. Possibly people jumping ship. There's been talk about people from AEW actually showing up on loan for special events. Uh, there's talk, but we know because he let the cat bag himself, Gangrel is in LA. Uh, it's expected he'll have some part with Edge at the Hell in a Cell match. A lot of people are saying that Christian is going to be is going to turn up there to help as well. Oh. That would be the most high-profile AEW link at WWE. But that to be fair, they've done a few little bits before, but it's only been like messages for like when Cena hit his twentieth, for example. This is, this would be a big deal for an for an under-contract AEW guy. Um, we'll talk about contract later on, no doubt. Um. Rocking up at WrestleMania, big deal because it, it, it's eyes, it's eyes for their company. It, it's good business, but then does someone from WWE rock up on AEW? Hmm. I got one point to put to you straight away. So, um, talking about takeover events from a few years ago, yes. so they were only they were only over five matches, but they were always phenomenal, right? And um, just re- just remind me, who was in charge of those? Graham, you are absolutely right. Triple H was in charge of us. So However, it's not necess- just because we have a small number of matches doesn't mean that it's going to be an absolute banging pay per view. So it does not the have- if they have five matches that are all squash matches, then that would be ridiculous, of course. So obviously it's not the length of the matches; it's the quality of the matches. That's it. Well, that's in my opinion. But sure, you just go with number. Sure. 
very well, positive statistics. Graham, each night is four hours. Mm-hmm. My math well, is not... What are you not... complaining about, then? Graham, four hours, six matches. That just feels like way too long for each match. They're going to actually do some storytelling in their matches? <gasps> but again, Graham, <laughs> the, the thing, bro, I'm going for a quick pinfall. No one's going to believe that shit either. <laughs> We've been through with before. <laughs> is um one of those surprises the rock? Or is that too big of a surprise, do we think, at this point? Unlikely. Highly um, unlikely. I've already told you all is gonna turn up after the main event RKO Cody Rhodes anyway. Okay. Well, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. He makes the perfect, perfect opponent for Cody for um for defense. So to save me having to look it up because I'm lazy right now. Um, when you say it's four hours, is it like is there an hour pre-show and then four hours? Two hour pre-show like... before. Say again. Two hour pre-show with no matches scheduled. Oh bloody hell! I'm, well, I won't be watching that then. What's the point? Mm. What are they going to talk about? And and I'm aware. Of, I'm but they're going to talk about all the build-up. I guess they're going to do all. They're going to go through all the build-up for, for for all the matches, and then they're going to have on the actual show itself. They're going to have. All of all of the um all the videos and talk about all the matches before again. So the pre-show is actually pointless. Yeah, it sounds like it. What time does it actually start? Um, well, you can tell me UK time. I can convert. It, it, it's it's um seven Eastern, four Pacific. Okay, so pre-show starts at five then. Uh, oh, seven takeaway two is five. Yeah, it's, it's five. I just want to make five, it be five and two. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gonna be watching just... the pre-show, JCB. <laughs> oh, God, no. I'd say you gotta be out of your mind. I mean, I'll I work Saturday night, so I'll I'll come straight. You know, I'll, I usually just turn my phone off on uh on Saturday night. Yeah, and uh especially on major pay per views, just turn it off. You know, if somebody's really got to get a hold of me, which nobody really ever does, you know, I'll just call them right back. But uh, I'll turn the phone off, come in, feed the cats, and then you know, turn it on straight away. And then you know, at that point. Obviously, I'll tweet about, you know, whatever I'm watching on it. But now uh, Sundays was usually going to our friend Joey's. Uh, he, he used to do it when it was just, you know, WrestleMania Sunday, one show, one day, whatever the case may be. So, you know, that's just our tr- WrestleMania tradition. Um, I'll get there like 5.55. <laughs> but no, I'm not watching a pre so There's no way in hell. I've got to, I've got to be better, better choice of words. No chance in hell. Fair enough, fair enough. It does seem a little weird. I mean, they usually rock cup like and do a pre-show they're sitting outside usually, um, outside the arena. They don't even have a pre-show inside, they have it outside the arena now. They have it and they have like the panel in front of a crowd who haven't gone in yet. Me and Graham know from experience, you've got to be in there early. You've got to get in them turnstiles early. Even though you've got your seat yeah. in there, you've got to get that seat, you've got to get down that seat early because we rocked up about I think we got I think we got to our seat about Twenty past five. Well, that um, was partly because I forgot and left the tickets at the hotel, so we had to go back and get them. But, but we, but we got. Oh, no. We would have been there earlier if it hadn't been for that. We but, went to an event no. before WrestleMania, but I forgot to take the WrestleMania tickets with me, so we had to go back to the hotel and get them first. It was fine, though. It was fine. It was fine. We got twenty-five them. past five. We got to our seats, at which point they were already halfway through the first match of the night on the pre on the pre-show. Mm-hmm. And that was that for me. That was just way too early to be starting. Let's not forget that they are they are Pacific time as well because they're in they're in California and SoFi. 
aren't they? Um, so that's going to be that's going to be a four o'clock start. So it's going to be daylight when the main event kicks off. Still, that's uh, that's unreal. <laughs> we don't even know what main event tonight one is yet. I thought they announced everything. I thought I saw on I was on Twitter I, I, this morning. No. Um, They've announced the match. I don't think they've settled on what the night one main event is. Oh, no, they just listed the matches, didn't they? Because although, although Cena and Fury is at the top of that card, mm-hmm. um, given how over Sammy is the crowd, if he's not, if he's not on last, they're gonna riot. If Sammy Zayn is not on last on night one, oh, yeah, he's riot. I think that's probably what I just I, I probably just assumed that that was going to be the main event on night one. But yeah, yeah. and there's also some saying that, there's also some saying that Logan Paul and Seth should go on last. But mm, no, no, I agree. They should open the show. It's, it's got to be Sammy. I agree. I agree. I agree. I mean, I could do my resume predictions, but I'm not going to bore everybody with that. So, <laughs> but, but it should be a good show. I think it should be a good show. It should be a good show. It's um that that's that's going to appear on our Patreon. That's going to be a money maker. You can tell us what your predictions are, and then our Patreon listeners can uh, back the opposite, and they'll turn. Do you a, know what? They'll Graham, turn a nice little bit of profit on that. You know what, Graham? That might be worth looking at for next season. <laughs> that I told the boys that's how I make money right now. I listen to what you say, and then I bet the opposite. Well, what do you want, <laughs> Graham, What is your good cop moment of the week? Um, my good cop moment of the week actually starts as um, a bad cop moment of the week, really. Mainly because I'd totally forgotten to watch this. So this was an event that I, normally I would have attended, and I believe I was in Maryland at the time, so I couldn't make it. Um, it was um, the last show that was going to be in DC, which was uh, Browmatica. Um, at DC Brow, I'd been to several of their events before. Um, it's kind of the show that Lolo and Billy Dixon have put on. I've talked about them a few times in the last few weeks. And um, I was just clicking through IWTV. Um, I got my subscription. I deliberately, you know, I'm only taking it for like a month at a time now. I'm not getting the whole year because I'm cheapskate. You said that, but you haven't done that. um, Anyway, I timed it so I could have the last week over spring break, though. So I just kind of, I was, I can't remember specifically what I was looking for. But as I logged in, I noticed that it was there. It had been added. So I was like, oh, great. Let me log in. Match one. I didn't really know the card either because we're not attending. I hadn't followed it that close. So this is over a month ago since this was on. So I kind of waited too long. So bad cop moment on me for totally, one, not being able to go, but that was kind of out of my control. But two, not watching it instantly as soon as it dropped. Uh, match one, Brokel came out and uh, O'Shea Edwards came out. Um, those two guys were battling continually for like three years for the championship. Great rivalry there. Um, a couple of other people there as well. I think it was Elijah Friday. Uh, and I want to say MV Young as well. So there was a lot of people in there. Um, crowd was buzzing. Right at the start, they had Billy Dixon, of course, in the ring and lolo in the ring and something that um, lolo kind of did her speech uh, did their speech sorry and then uh, billy came in and um, he did th- did their speech as well but billy made a big point of saying wrestling in dc is not dead it's only on pause so that's one of the re- one of the key for i was like that's got to be my main good cop moment because it sounded kind of gloom and doom it, we talked about numerous things how that organization is like anti-wrestling pretty much to the point of nobody's going to want to try and put on a show in dc so i have promised there that 
if it's not Billy, it might be somebody else. But it certainly sounds like there could be other things going on. Um, I haven't seen the whole event yet. I I've only seen the first three matches. Um, second match was supposed to be uh, the Kings of the District against, and I don't remember who it was because they weren't there, um, which is Elo Neal and Jordan Blade. We mentioned Elo Neal multiple times, Matt, both big fans. So actually, they turned it into Elo Neal versus Jordan Blade, which was an interesting dynamic. Normally, tag team partners, but they're actually facing off against each other. Of course, the crowd loved that as well. And um, the third match was uh, Killian McMurphy, uh, Saul Esparza, and I'm not sure who the third person is, versus Team Edith, which was Edith Surreal, Trisha Dora, and an unknown person who uh, comes into the ring wearing a mask. Um, I, I'm not very good on that mask wrestler, Matt, um, but I think this, I knew this one instantly. Uh, this was Erica Lee, I could tell, because Erica Lee has a big rival with Killian McMurphy, of course, took the mask right off and then beats Killian McMurphy up straight away. Um, I've only seen the first three matches, but let's put it this way. If this is the first three matches i can't wait to watch the rest of the show the hype from the crowd um the wrestlers are putting on a great show because they kind of realized for that group in particular it might be the last time in dc um, but i can't wait to get towards like the main event i believe faye jackson made her comeback um into wrestling and that was her comeback there so faye jackson i think the last match i saw her with was against effie um which was oh my gosh um, and they, a little boy's eyes were opened <laughs> when Mason was watching that match. Um, that was not your <laughs> traditional wrestling match at all. Uh, if you know Effie or if you know Faye Jackson, and when you put the two of them together, it was uh, uh, it was interesting. Beautiful, to say crazy that. chaos. <laughs> It was crazy chaos. So, um, yeah, my uh, good cop moment of the week was uh, Brown Madica. Uh, like I said, I haven't seen it all, but the, just the fact that perhaps we are getting wrestling back. I know I talked about wrestling is coming back to Northern Virginia. If we could get keep wrestling in D.C. as well, and if we can get it in the lower parts of Maryland where it's a little bit more accessible. But I'll, I'll take a positive from that, the phrase that, yeah, it's not dead, it's only on pause. Cling on to it, Graham, cling on to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was something that I could, uh, there was even a possibility. So, when, particularly not with my bad cop moment from last week. So, Indeed. I probably need my timer for, uh, for our speed check round, don't I? Ugh. Indeed, JCB, you will have 90 seconds, up to 90 seconds. If you have anything else good cop rated you wish to discuss, your time will start when Graham gives you the nod. I'm ready. Uh, just other things, uh, stardoms, uh, Cinderella tournament is coming out. Got to catch up. Just, I got to catch up with a lot of uh, other wrestling. That's non WWE, obviously WrestleMania week. So, you know, there's a lot of good wrestling that's going to come out. Multi versus the matches was last night. Uh, blood sport, uh, Josh Barnett's blood sport was last night. So i like, I always tell people it's, WWE, I get it. It's the biggest thing in wrestling and it's obviously probably the most popular. But if for whatever reason you want to try to watch something else, something different, this is the time to do it because it's a whole week of smorgasbord of different promotions and not, not even the promotions that I'm talking about because, you know, I'm just a junkie. You know, I'm, I'm talking New Japan, Stardom, Noah, all that stuff too. Plus, I'm drawing get AEW in and then, of course, at the end of the week, you have WrestleMania. But if, you're, if you want to try something different, if you want to look at something different, this is the week to do it because everybody's going to put their best foot forward to try to get new fans in and get them invested. So, yeah, we're all going to watch WrestleMania and it's going to be hopefully a really good show but this is the chance to watch other things as well and really enjoy all kinds of wrestling and not just wwe 
Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. One of the best one of the best parts of WrestleMania weekend when we went was all the indie shows we managed to get to. Uh, I was privileged enough to fist bump Orange Cassidy at ringside. That was fantastic. Uh, got to Ali Catch, uh, Sweet Soraya, Chris Statlander, Shopsy Blackheart, Jordan Grace. Never mentioned it ever. No, I never ever mentioned that. Um, got to got to see um Logan Ethan LaRoe take part in the best of seven out of thirteen falls match. <laughs> that was insane. I saw a one yeah, minute match. Crazy. I saw a one-minute match. It was great. Um, you got to see a volleyball match. Dodgeball. Dodgeball. Oh, wrong one. Close. And I, and I got to feel Willie Uter's balls. Oh, bloody hell. All right, you better take your 90 minutes. Where, you, 90 you, minutes? Excellent. I thought you had a cease about mentioning that going forwards, but you got your 90 seconds. Go ahead. You said minutes. Your 90 seconds. Okay, well, do- Logan Paul's contract expires on April 1st. Please do not give him a new one. Okay, we hopefully he's going to get one. Fuck off. Um, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio is set for a main event push post-WrestleMania, apparently. How Triple H is, and I'm quoting here from the, from the, from a website, Triple H is high on Dominic Mysterio. Um, but apparently, according to Uncle Dave, Ray and Dominic is not ending at Mania. Um, yeah. It's the purpose to end it. The whole build has been up to this for the last six months. So it's like, end it here, seriously. I've not been want to talk about, I want to, I want to talk indies a bit, Graham. I want to mention that, let's have it, the first three matches are up on YouTube now. Do go check it out. Uh, you've got Rudy Root and RJ Singh. You have Le- Leonardo Darwin, who's a deathmatch match. Specialist uh, making his debut, and you have the Demon Death Squad versus the Rebellion in what? And I'm and I'm going to put this out as a little teaser for you. Possibly the best tag team match I have ever seen from an indie organization. Oof! Wow! Wow! There was a little bit of a pause. I thought you were going to say it was the Demon was there. I was going to say, holy shit! <laughs> And I'll say that by the time this drops on Sunday, two more matches would have dropped as well. But as of as of Friday evening, that's on. In fact, I was in the chat while while it was going on on um on their YouTube channel. So my comments are there when they come up at the end, sort of thing. Enjoy, guys. This it was brilliant. Can I ask a question really quick? Because that uh, uh, I thought I heard it on the last week's episode, and I just wanted to double down and just ask Matt, what what's your beef with Logan Paul? Wait a minute, start. God. Oh, okay. Hold on, let me get a cushion first. <laughs> okay, let, okay. I'll, I'll break it down really simple, okay? As a wrestler, okay. as a wrestler, nothing. Okay. As a wrestler, nothing. He's got unbelievable talent. He's a fantastic athlete. Right. Take it to it better than possibly anyone who's never done it before. Right. As a person, he's a complete. Hold on, where's that ring bell? He's a complete piece of shit. Okay, fair enough. That, that, that's concise. I mean, we'll just leave it right there. No, I just, I honestly, I was, I, I thought this was more. You didn't like the wrestler. Oh, and no, I was, no, no, if that no, was the case, then no, 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 the okay. person is, is purely the person. The wrestler okay. doing a great job. He's doing absolutely everything he should be doing as a wrestler. But I can't get behind him, and I've, and a lot of the fan base can't get behind him because of what he's done going building up to this. That that's what it is. 
which is why Complete he's the perfect heel. Alright, um, I got my 90 seconds. Um, I think I avoided everything that you guys talked about. Um, Excalibur is going to be inducted into the Indie Hall of Fame on Sunday by Orange Cassidy. Um, I, I gotta see that. Like, I don't know if Orange is going to stay in character or if it's... I don't know. Uh, I, I kind of want to find out how that's going to happen. I guess you've talked about the after part of this. Uh, Ray finally hitting Dominic. Like, like, the pop from that was absolutely crazy. I don't think I've ever seen a video replayed as much as that on WWE, except for when Titus O'Neil went under the ring at the uh, um, the greatest world <laughs> record, whatever it was called. They just played it over and over again. And then I look on uh, I look on Twitter a few uh, about an hour later, and uh, Bishop's already tweeting. Uh, can somebody go check up on the uh, at JGB Jackson and the MGB Wrestling Pod? Um, I thought it was particularly funny. Um, I did notice Bishop also hinted at the fact that TW Takes is going to be back this week. I just suddenly realized I'm talking about Bishop. We got JCB with us. I'd not even made that connection when I was. Talking. Oh, I thought we were going to get two of you at the same time. Um, I did watch. Um, I got to avoid some spoilers then if you're going to be watching some of that collective stuff i don't think you'll be watching this one because this was at four o'clock this morning waking up at four o'clock this morning is generally a bad cop moment until you remember gcw for the culture is on so i was like great i'm just gonna i don't care i'll be tired later but i'm, I'm gonna watch it whatever um darius carter who weighs 187 pounds uh pile drive fade jackson that was a sight to be seen and definitely worth it of the uh repeat and uh calvin tankman and trisha door in the same match in the same event later as well just some great stuff like JCB said, if you got any time, watch Ooh. the collective on Fight TV Plus. That sounds like the shit. I could not Take believe it. that he even attempted to pile drive Faye. It was like, oh my god, that's strong. Um, I I try. I know it's impolite, but I tried to look up Faye Jackson's weight. I could not find it, but I was like, it, it, Darius Carter's not a big guy. He, he's six one, so he's not like short, but one eighty seven. Like that's not. Yeah, that's not big, big or anything. <laughs> yeah, I was, was going to say, I'm thinking 170 on good days. I think, I think I'm around 320 at the moment. Uh, um, and Freddie Jack did no in my weight. That's for certain. Uh-huh. Um, even so, it was very, there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of really good stuff. I did watch some of the Josh Barnett stuff as well, um, so I, I I stayed away from that stuff. But no, I've already watched a lot of the collective. I said I was going to struggle, but just because I don't know, I've had not much to do and I've been up at silly o'clock, silly a.m. That I just uh, started to watch. Stuff, so, uh, yeah, but no, oh, I, this should have been a bonus. I'm sorry, I'm running over my time on this. This should be kind of a bonus thing. I think I'm not sure if it's still true, but on Peacock, like if you joined WrestleMania like an hour late. You had to watch it live. You like couldn't go back to the start, and then so I'm not sure if that's still true. Um, on the collective, so I was woke. I woke. I started about an hour into the event, but I could go back to the start, and then there was one match that didn't really catch my attention. So I'm like, well, I'm just gonna skip. You can skip forward while the event's still going on. So how the hell GCW um has the power to do that? But some an organization like WWE does not. Absolutely ridiculous. That is a viewing. Great viewing, and you can skip to whichever matches you want to watch whenever you want to watch them. Yeah, blame Peacock for the fact that WWE in the UK on the actual network we have rather than the Peacock, we can go back to the beginning. Oh, okay. So that's just a Peacock thing, not a it's WWE a thing. thing yeah. okay. I, just, I just had a little check, by the way, because I like to do my research while you're talking. Um, of everything of the last week, the most watched thing was Ray Mysterio snapping and punching Dominic. Mm. 2.9 million views. The nearest thing to that, the nearest thing to that, is um, Cody telling Sokoa he's not ready, which had 974,000 views. Oh, so it's about triple then. Whew. Yeah, that's uh, impressive. But to be fair, everyone wanted yeah. that to happen. But that's why you need to blow off at Mania. We can't keep going on because it, it, it'll run out of steam quickly now. 
Oh, I just realized I, I gave some praise online, but I really should give some praise as you're in the room right now. Um, JCB, you called it. You absolutely <laughs> called this on uh, on BFR the previous uh, the previous episode because that was recorded Thursday. I'm listening to it on Friday, and I'm oh, sorry, I was listening to it on Saturday morning, but then it's already happened on the Friday. I was like, you nailed it. You called it. Well, they were giving them. No, I'll give you thank you, but you give me far too much credit. But uh, don't get me wrong; it will go to my head in like thirty seconds. Um, they were they were just coming to the point where you were running out of time, and the one way that, and I'll just speak for myself and my family, the ultimate no no is the disrespect of mom. Mm-hmm. I don't care if mom and dad are not getting along. There is. In my household, you couldn't do that. Mom, grandmother, whatever. That would be the one true way to have dad, grandpa, whatever the case may be, step to the plate and defend his wife at that point. Perfect. I've I've enjoyed the whole Dom Ray thing from the start. It feels like it's gone, it's flown by, but it, it, this has kind of been like a year in the making of this whole angle, and now it's going to culminate. Well, not maybe not culminate, but the first match is going to happen at WrestleMania. So, I've, I've, like I said, I've enjoyed the whole ride. I've enjoyed Dom flipping on Ray and Dom going to jail, getting the tattoo eardrop, you know, hooking up, you know, not hooking up, but being paired with uh, Rhea Ripley. Everything they've done about this angle, in my opinion, has been picture perfect. I'm not saying it's the best angle, but it has definitely put it's Dominic Mysterio in a new light and then maybe even a better light. It's the hottest thing in WWE, apart from the bloodline stuff at the moment, for sure. It is the hottest thing. Um, there's all the little vignettes they've done with like that Thanksgiving and at Christmas and at oh Valentine's Day, and then at WrestleMania. They, they rocked up to the Superstore in one of Eddie's lowriders and trashed Ray's merch stall. Stop. Wow. Yeah, the video's out there on YouTube, yeah. They they trashed oh, it. They, they, spray no. paint, they, they spray painting all over it. They did it all in character and everything. It was... This is the part where they, they were literally, like, blurring the lines a little bit. And that's good because it makes the fans feel part of it. But I sort of like that a little bit. Because obviously, we, we can watch it on YouTube all the time, but when they do it in front of people, they can buy into more of it. So I feel like it's, it's feeling more real than sometimes. It feels, and it, you, you start feeling involved, and I like that. There's nothing in the way, and I don't even have kids, but one of my general managers at my, my night job was talking about how he drove his kids to, him and his wife drove the kids to Florida, yada, 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 and they were going into uh, a superstore, whatever you want to call it, and some of the parents didn't want to go in with their kids, and they were scared because their kids were going to act up. There is nothing in the world worse than a, an unruly-ass child. I'll, I mean, I don't even have kids, but I just if I had see some kids just running amok, I want to do something, you know, pull them aside, you know, be like, you know, you need to settle down around here. I can just on that alone, that's part of the reason why I'm I love the, the fact that Ray finally just said enough's enough and the fact that Dom has just been running rampant. It's easy to hate Dom because people don't want to like Dom and now they, you've given them, Triple H has given them multiple reasons not to like Dom. 
the cherry on top was obviously on SmackDown last week when he told his mom to shut up and Ray just uh, served him up. Uh, I wish it was a two piece, but it was just a single uh, wing on that one. Absolutely. I mean, it was. I mean, that was easy, that was easy heat to get, obviously, because if I ever and I actually, I actually know I'm going to say this for sure. Back in 20 years ago, I did raise my voice to my mother once. Uh, my stepdad put me in my place very quickly, very, very quickly. <laughs> um, I never did that again, to put it that way. And I was not in a good place at the time, but that's not that doesn't excuse what I did at the time. But so I know from personal experience, he would have put me on the floor if I'd have got in my mum's face like that. So that I find that fully believable. Um, and I've seen the whole kids thing out sort of deal. I did do it enough time to see kids act out, but usually the grown ups are being that being trouble, not the kids. True story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we got to move on. We're, we're an hour in. We're not even stopped. Bad cop yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, let's do it. Good. Bad. All right, top of the second, same batting lineup. Lead off. <laughs> ACB. Let me dig in, please. Um... <laughs> I just want to go just off subject, uh, off wrestling subject for bad cop moment. Um, I wasn't on the BFR obviously yesterday, so I didn't get to share my thoughts about it. A mutual friend of uh, Bill's and myself passed away last weekend in a motorcycle accident. Uh, Jack Stevens was somebody that was introduced to me uh, by multiple guys. Bill, as one of those people, we played softball together. Um, he's one of those guys that came into the room and instantly started to have people gravitate towards him. He was, you know, one of those people that all would have your back and God knows in softball that as much as I talked and, and pissed people off, if, if there was fisticuffs to be had, I knew Jack would have my back in that to hear him being in a motorcycle accident and not making it was definitely a shock. I always said that you know i wanted to keep moved to la and this was one of those times where you know if he was still around i would at least had thoughts of you know maybe you know crashing with him going to WrestleMania and all that other good stuff and that that never came to pass i didn't get a chance to go see him in la when he moved out there i was a little skeptical about it uh if you know jack and like most people in this scenario most people don't but jack likes to try things that are, are outside of the box and moving from here to California with no job uh, and just trying to find a place to crash, crashing on people's couches, surf couch, whatever you want to call it. I didn't think it would last. And he, he was out there at least three, four good years before this, uh, this motorcycle accident. I guess my point in the story is this, is that you shouldn't wait to tell people in your lives that are important to you how important they are to you. You tell the people in the world, in the world that you love them. You you do the things. Oh, I should, you know, man, I should do this. Go ahead and do it because you just don't know. God has a weird way of making things difficult in life, making things easy in life, and you don't know when the last day is. I'm not saying I'm going out rob some banks, but always remember that this life we have is limited. I'm not saying that I don't believe in reincarnation. I always said if, if I did, I want to come back as like a cat or a dog or something, somebody that, that feeds me and, and takes care of me, and I just run around just to have a good-ass time. Um, but, yeah, I guess that's the, the bad cop part is 
you know, a good friend of mine passed, you know, RIP Jack Stevens. I'm going to miss the, the facts that <laughs> he will always get mad about softball the way I would get mad about softball. And it, it, it was irrational anger, but it, it was always good to have someone to be irrational with you in times like this. We would meet at the bar and immediately start talking about, you know, the time we got cheated out of the, the city championship. And we would talk about that for 30 or 45 minutes. And we would be in our own little world, rewinding the tape, still getting pissed off about it and end up having a good ass time about that. That's one of the things I'll always miss about Jack. So like I said, RIP to Jack, take care of your loved ones. Tell them you love them. Like I said, cause you never know it could end at any given point. So please, like I said, do what you need to do to keep your loved ones around them. I'm not even, I'm not a big fan of bearing grudges because, you know, I, I'm a petty dude. I, I, I carry a grudge like I, I carry luggage. But uh, if you if you find yourself willing and able to drop grudges, by all means, do that as well because that, that gives a little less baggage that you have to go on to on an emotional day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month scenario. So, like I said, uh, RIP Jack Stevens, that's bad cop uh, moment of the week. You check. Yeah, yeah. It's once um, those painful reminders that we seem to get all too frequently that um, life is just all too short. Forgot how short my forgot how sharp my strong my Jack Daniels was. Oh God. Yeah, very um, very sad to hear JTB yesterday about 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 um Jack, um, um. Our thoughts and condolences to you, your friends, and um, all of the friends and family of Jack as well. For sure, I was going to say it's a big shock, but slowly but surely, everybody's kind of trying to get back to normal. It hasn't even been a week yet, so it was the the, the high of BFR three hundred was kind of snuffed away by learning that a couple of days later. So, it, like I said, it that's the the roller coaster of life right there you know you, you had a, an accomplishment in 300 episodes and then you know god decides to take one of our more so bills one of i would say bill's closest friends if not best friend in the uh on this planet so i felt more bad for him than i did for myself you know he's a really good friend of mine and like i said i one of those people that will ride for you but it's for me it's more so for bill's loss because he introduced me to Jack, um, a mutual friend of ours, Tom, put a softball team together and we played softball together. And like I said, it was just weird to hear that he was he's not going to be around, especially when opening day was yesterday. He, huge Cardinals fan, obviously, born and raised here. So, you know, opening day felt a little, a little less special than it should have been. But like I said, we're going to get past it. We always do. But like I said, it's... Hard to imagine him not being around. Mm-hmm. Matt, you have the unenviable task of following that. What's your Normally it's your job to follow us on the stuff. So let us get, let, I'm going to do my best to get us back to business here. Um, and I want to quote from um, the sessions with Renee Paquette. Okay. Quote. I will say this as an observer. It seems like I spent eight years on the indies, did a couple of years in the developmental, did eight years in WWE. 
I have never seen so much bullshit drama in one place as AEW in my entire fucking life. Oh, wow. Quote John Moxley. Mm. Mm. Now, there's more to this. I'm not going to give the full part out there. It's out there to read. I just want to take a couple of lines from what he actually said in the podcast as well. Um, I'm going to give you this tidbit of information from my point of view regarding CM Punk. The entire summer, I was not under contract. No contract. Free agent. I was at SummerSlam weekend wrestling Desperado the day of SummerSlam. I suplexed him on a bunch of aluminium cans and shit cut in half. It was dope. I could have walked into SummerSlam that night with the AEW fucking belt, and if I had been so inclined to do so, nobody knew that. Sorry, nobody knew that because I didn't put my crap out there in the world and let everybody know every fucking thing about my business. I was not on a contract. I have not been on a contract for three months. The reason why is because um, when they got to rehab, they they the contract was. was coming up, they extend it for the time that they missed. But the contract had expired, technically speaking. So, um, yeah, he's extremely pissed off that, I quote here, that Dick Punk is talking about. Yeah. He, uh, he's done to, it's, he, he, he was under contract. Um, Tony Khan couldn't have told Moxley to do anything. Been fit, actually. Wow. Fair, Tony, Khan, Tony Khan had some balls putting the title on a guy out of contract. That, that just mate, that's just mind blowing. That that's just that's just incompetent cop by the sounds of it. Like what the hell? Yeah. I don't understand that. I, yeah. I can't wrap my head around that. The last part the last part of the, the quote here is me being in the room and offering an agreement to a stall and that puts him over at the pay-per-view, if anything. I'm bending over backwards for Tony and for this dude and for the company and everybody. But I didn't have to. I didn't have to do crap. If anything, I was bending over backwards. So that's it. It's not even controversial. That uh, was CM Punk saying that as well. Um, Punk was saying last week, of course, Punk, we mentioned last week, of course, that he was injured and he shouldn't have been doing things. He wasn't cleared to, to wrestle Moxley. Moxley, right, right. Moxley was on the contract. If that's the case, that's the case then. Like Mockley said, what the fuck is going on in AEW? They've got a guy who's injured and not cleared to wrestle. Find a guy who's not mm. under contract. Mm. Mm. <laughs> this sounds like a devil's advocate round a little bit early. This would have been the hardest devil's advocate ever. Why I mean, would you have two of your biggest stars under one not in, under contract and one you're asking him to wrestle? A main him. event which can't happen. Yeah. Right. Wow. I mean, I'm fully aware that I joke up that, that whole I'll read a book while people talk about AEW because I'm being bad cop about it. I'm being genuinely serious here. What the fuck is going on over AEW Towers? I would I would think if, if Tony Khan is the, the student of the game like he says and other people claim to be, this is the one thing. If there's Ten Commandments of booking shows, this got to be on the list of the Ten Commandments of what not to do. You cannot give your biggest title to somebody that's either injured or, more importantly, not 
under contract. That blows my mind that to even think that was a consideration, much less doing it. Mind blown. Yeah. Unreal. I mean, I mean, people can hate on Vince, and rightly so, for everything he did. Sometime in creative, he would never have done this. Mm-mm. <laughs> you better ring that, ring that bell right now. <laughs> and, before, and before people start shouting out about, oh, well, Medusa went and threw a title belt in the in the trash on WWE. She severed her contract. She was she was under contract when she walked on the WCW. She broke every cardinal rule. You know, there's certain things you don't do. I, I, I think I mean for once, Graham's not going to argue with me or something. <laughs> I didn't even realize. No, no, I'm actually I've been nodding my head. I, I'm I'm like JCB. Like I just can't get my head around this. Like I'm trying to I'm trying to take an irrational approach. A rational approach to something that's totally irrational, and um, I can't think of it. Like often when we like when I'm discussing something with the boys, it doesn't make sense. They go, "Well, perhaps this happened, or perhaps it." Like I can't think of any outs on this one. Like it just. It don't make any sense. It makes zero sense. If I didn't know, I would have assumed you were just making stuff up. Like this, if this was a true or lie show, I would have been like, "Well, that's bullshit. That that's obviously a total lie." Like mm-hmm. that, that mm-hmm. it makes no sense. It makes no sense. Yeah, but this, this, and, and yes, I'm fully aware this is his wife's podcast, but yeah. at the same time, he said it. You know, he said it himself. So, uh. I can only take what he said at face value. If he's BSing, he could be BSing, but there's been no one saying anything to the contrary. Mm-hmm. It's um quite disturbing <laughs> before I'll say that. I think I can stop talking at this point and let Graham talk about whatever he wants to talk about. Um, my main bad cop moment is probably more of an unsure cop moment. To me, I think it's a bad cop moment, but I'm going to ask what you guys think about this. Now, I know that you're not big trading card people, as we've already established, but um, I did see that um, CCW, um, where LJ commentates, Matt, Capital Championship Wrestling, mentioned the fact that they were releasing some wrestling trading cards. Um, they had four, four or five pictured already, and um, look really nice, actually. They look very impressive. And um, there's a little tweet there. It says, um, DM us if you're interested in buying or buying a single card or if you're interested in buying the set, whatever. So straight away. Straight away, yeah. I asked them straight away what it was. (laughs) And um, I don't know. What what do you reckon for a card? Like, if you get an 8x10, an autograph, I don't know. It depends on, obviously, the wrestler. Um, But for an indie wrestler, you're probably talking about $10, something around. Well, I know when I was... What do you think for a card that's unsigned? Well, I know when I was looking at Kurt Angle last year, when but about the whole meet and greet sort of he's thing. a little different. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying based on what he did, uh-huh. he did, um, and that was I unsigned think, as that was signed as well. Signed, um, it was forty pounds. Uh-huh. Um, I think that most people at the in at CXW when they're getting their when they're signing merch and things like that, I think. But actually, I think most of them they sign they signed for free. To be fair, um, oh, but okay. yeah, wow. but yeah, Take most of them... down to that organization, and that's awesome. They sign for free, but they sell their shirts. They sell their shirts. Oh, in the there you shirt. go. Yeah. So you get you get a free signature with a shirt. You that's sign. The way to do it. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think maybe about fifteen pounds. Mm-hmm. So not too shabby. Yeah, I think that's about twenty dollars. Okay. That that was the knee jerk reaction. I was going to say the number I was twenty. That I was going to come up with. So, but yeah. For one um, card? Is it signed? Yeah. No, it's unsigned. Signed. Said, yeah. It's not signed. 
that's the that's the thing. It's probably it probably should be ten dollars unsigned, twenty signed. I just might have just given it a, a little bit more of an overestimated value, but well, my knee jerk reaction went after you asked the question. In my head, I said twenty bucks. I was thinking yeah, signed, but see, I, see, I think that's way over. Like one of them's uh, Kyle and King, and I know one of the I know some of her eight by tens. If you get them autographed at the event, it's like twenty. So this is unautographed, and it's a card which is way smaller than eight by ten. So I was thinking a lot lower, and I thought they were doing this to. I'm assuming the people that they're obviously not going, they're not selling this nationwide or anything. They're trying to sell this at events. Yeah. Who's going to be the target audience? Probably kids. So you want something right. that's a few a few dollars. I was thinking possibly two dollars, three dollars, something like that. Um, I, I'll tell you the prices that I was quoted. Um, I was thinking it would have been it's either like X number of dollars for one card or it's x number of dollars uh, y number of dollars if you want to buy the whole set that that's what i figured this was the response that i got if you want to buy one card it's five dollars if you want to buy two it's nine dollars if you want to buy three it's twelve dollars and 75 cents which is just a ridiculous price who carries around that sort of change with them four dollars <laughs> is sixteen dollars and fifty cents once again a ridiculous price and if you want to buy five it's twenty dollars so it looks like the set's going to be twenty dollars for five so it's four dollars a piece um yeah I, I did not bother responding to them it was more than i thought it was going to be um so I, I actually got personalized baseball cards for my sons at christmas you got a pack of 20 you send in a picture you can pick the background you can do the typing you can do whatever you want on the back and i was like that's really cool that was ten dollars for 20 cards so and mm -hmm. on the circumstance that's 50 cents each match just to help you out um so compared to five dollars now admittedly um kyle and king is obviously way more valuable card than what my, my sons would be as a card but I thought that, that I was like, that's a big markup as far as I'm concerned. But bad cut moment more than just the individual. What was it say? $12.75. Who's doing that? That's ridiculous. That makes no sense at all. Um, but no, if you want to say $5 for one and $20 for the set, fine. I, I, that, that's fine. You can. I don't know. I thought it was a little steep. I'm, I'm not paying $4 a card for them. Um, I thought they were a nice idea, but I don't think they're worth $4 a card. If they were I, signed, then I could understand it, possibly. You, I, I, obviously, I, if it was signed, it be worth way way more than that as well but it just seems wrong for an unsigned card i will posit a theory okay. or two two theories actually one okay. it could be taxes involved so that's what 35 cents could be so i like the other one nicely round at five then come on you can pick whatever I, I, price you want so when you add tax onto it it comes to a round number come on this I, is in any case, that side of things, you can always no one can carry cash or it's all plastic nowadays anyway so that's irrelevant right. um um, but by the same token, I guarantee whoever set those prices is somebody who's never ever seen a wrestling trading card before, let alone sold one. Probably. Yeah. Probably. So it's probably, add it's probably, it's probably, oh, oh, we'll just add we'll just add on X amount of percent to make it work, sort of thing. I'm like that trapping when I say this, going by a percentage that you're told at the start is does not work. My tipping is probably the reason why I get stopped with security every time I go to America now. He'd been flagged. Now, I'm going to tell you about a card that I bought recently because I was with Mason. He was at his show and I was yeah. kind of looking through. This is when I just started watching uh, Level Up. And um, I saw Ivy Niles. Like, oh my God, Ivy Niles, amazing. And I saw her card and it was limited to 50 worldwide. 
And Ooh. that was less than $5. And I was like, yes, I, I like Ivy Nile. I'll take a unique card. Is it worth $5? I don't know if it is, but I was like, I'll prepare to pay that. But you're asking me to pay $5 for an indie person? Now, I'm really Kylan King's on Impact now. So I'm, I'm using her as the biggest name on that, of the cards that I saw that were released. To me, $5 for one card sounds too much, personally. No, fair enough. See, I, I just I wish I would know more about this. I mean, the, the numbers where you broke it down, it makes sense. And I would agree with you because I'm a numbers guy. And it, in my head, 50 cents per card feels feels about right. You know, five for 20 feels almost too much. I'm not sure. I'm not going with the tax theory. No. That doesn't even make no, that, no. Twelve seventy-five. I don't want to hear that. You can round it up to thirteen dollars if you want to, you know, cover the taxes and be done yeah. with it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, if you break it down like that, the numbers way, I would agree. With that. In my head, I was thinking if it was ten dollars for five, I, I'm probably in there. I was like, that's probably about. But yeah, it was when it was more than double what I thought. I was like that. But five for one, I was like, oh gosh, that I don't think that pricing is right personally. But hey, all right, I don't want to make a that big of a deal of it. But it was something that. Um, you can see I was struggling for stuff this week. <laughs> it, was something that, it was something that bugged me. I'm a cheapskate as well, so I'm always looking for a bargain. But I was like, hey, I got Well, you're always uh, top nine. <laughs> All right, let's get on to the... Let's do the speed check. JCB, if there's anything else, you got another 90 seconds. Anything that you consider a bad cop moment this week? Uh, since I didn't get a chance to vent on BFR about the, the one match at WrestleMania that I'm not looking forward to and Bill, for whatever reason, is trying to shove it down my throat for lack of a better term is Brock versus Omos. Now I get it. It's two big guys. Brock is, you know, huge into itself. Walking wall. Omos is damn near eight feet tall. It's WrestleMania. I get it. It's the spectacle of spectacles. I get it. What I don't get is how people, some people don't understand how others like me aren't invested in this match. The build hasn't been good. I don't expect Omos to win unless the Hurt Business magically gets back together and helps him beat Brock Lesnar. I don't see Brock Lesnar flying out to L.A. to take the L. Now, if you want to do all this post-match, so be it. The only thing we really want to see is Omos and Brock in the ring at the same time so you get that picture, you know, for your collage. And we want to see Brock F.I. Omos. Outside of that, that's the reason for this match. You should have just did Brock versus Lashley one more again and been done with it. Instead, you have a match that is probably going to be one that I'm just going to conveniently skip. It's always good together somewhere where you got time to get a little bathroom break in if it's going to be four hours long anyway. <laughs> we, we call it the shower break around BFR, but yeah, I, I can't take, you, you can't be in the shower at Joey's house. I think that's Sunday's match, right? Uh, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure. Yes, I think it's... It, it, uh, okay. Okay. Yes. okay. Uh-huh. That was what I say. I'm pretty sure it's Sunday because uh, I had to send my picks in for WrestleMania. I just, I'm, I'm just not interested. Ultimately, I wish they would just stay with Brock and Lashley, and then have somehow, some way, if you wanted to bring the hurt business back, rather than a more apropos opponent to do so. I just don't invest in. I can't believe that Omos is going to beat Brock Lesnar. No fucking way. No. All right, Matt, what you got? Okay. Um, this may seem a bit AW heavy. I'm not meaning it to be. Britt Baker says that this week she has neck and back issues. And they're not serious ones, though, she claims, even though she's not at a wrestle at the moment. 
saying it's no more serious than her title reign with a broken wrist. I'd like to point out, a broken wrist is a bit different than a broken fucking neck, love. All right? Do not risk hurting yourself. Look how long it took for Soraya to get back in the ring after, after the injury that she suffered, all right? Tony Khan saying that news about AEW and London is coming soon, but can't say anything yet. So no progress at all then, Tony. You could have literally saved yourself 90 characters on Twitter, mate. Seriously. <laughs> and um, I have a bee in my bonnet about the Hall of Fame this year. It's happening tonight or two days ago. We listen to it now. Um, and that is, of course, Rey Mysterio is going in. No problem with that. You've got the Great Moody going in. No problem with that. You've got Andy Kaufman going in. No problem with that either, to be fair. And the late Tim White getting the Warrior Award. No problem with that at all. Why the fuck Uh-oh. is this going in? Uh-oh. Now Uh-oh. I know why she came back on Twitter. <laughs> Stacey Keebler has done nothing apart from show off her legs and and complain about posing the Playboy when she didn't give a fuck about posing the Playboy. She was put in that mattress made 220. She had no interest at all. If I was doing a devil's advocate, it could be uh, Stacey Keebler's being in, inducted into the Hall of Fame for her building up the right arm of lots of young gentlemen in her early career. <laughs> Unquestionably. <laughs> Unquestionably. Miss Hancock, because she was in WCW. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought of another devil's advocate I could have done for you as well, Matt, but it's, um, yeah, I already, ha- oh. I already have one for you anyway, so I don't need it. But anyway. Lovely. What about you, Graham? Yeah, so oh, if, if you think um, it, 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 that was one I was thinking, it's obviously not coincidence. Then she just came back on Twitter a week ago, and then suddenly, oh, you got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Ah, oh, oh, amazing, amazing how that happens, right? All right, mm-hmm. uh, let's have a look what I got here. Um, yeah, having said, I like to save a dollar. Um, I was sure I'd cancelled Title Match Network. I knew it was coming up in March. I could have sworn I cancelled it, and then it just kind of runs out. I got a bill for a hundred dollars the other day. I was like, "Oh my god, Ooh. are you kidding me? Like, you got to be kidding me." Anyway, I cancelled it, and I look back because um, the things I used to watch on there were Mission Pro Wrestling and uh, Capital Championship Wrestling. And I look back, I already missed two shows from Capital Championship Wrestling, which I'd forgotten about. I missed one show from Mission Pro Wrestling, and there's another show coming up in April. So um, this is a bad cop moment turned into a good cop moment. Yeah, I'm pissed about it. But when I saw all the stuff that I can actually watch on there, I was like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. Um, I hadn't realized, um, probably possible bad cop moment, though. I hadn't realized that there's been a bit of a gap or a bit of a lull in the Mission Pro shows. Um, the, there was one in de- early December, and then there's only been one since, and then there's not another one until late April. So that's kind of a really big gap there for, for them having their shows. And um, yeah, just kind of looking at other shows, um, I think it's called Ladies Night Out. I saw that there was like a trip they had like three shows on one day it was like an 11 a.m show a 2 p.m show and a 7 p.m show um when i looked at some of the cards on that i was like there's some good matches in there as well so bad call moment on me i could have sworn i'd cancelled it i know i'm getting old and my memory's bad but i could have sworn i'd cancelled it but i didn't but it's gonna turn out okay but a hundred dollars it's not as good value as uh, the fight tv plus thing when i can watch the collective and all that stuff but yeah i, I guess i'm stuck with it for a year so yeah whatever that, that, that's yeah. it it's hardly a, 
a, a bad thing for you, Greg, is it? It is not. It was good value a year ago, and it's still... All that was going to happen was I was just going to kind of take it for, like, one month at a time every three months and then quickly catch up on everything I missed, cancel, and then let it build up again. <laughs> so I was just trying to save a few dollars going along the way. I wasn't going to miss any content, but I was just going to watch it on. So, yeah, it's probably better to watch it as it's happening rather than trying to watch three shows back to back to back. So it'll work out, I'll go. It'll work yeah, out. on the note about Stacey Keebler, a lot of people are upset that she's going in and Victoria still hasn't even been considered. I'm still saying Elizabeth needs to go in before anybody I thought else. She was in. I didn't think she was in. I could I, be wrong. I, I thought she, I'm, I'm, you make me question myself now, sir. I, I, I didn't think she was in. I could, like I said, I could be wrong. I think, I think I might be right, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. No, 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 no. You're absolutely correct. How? Okay. I was not... just about to say if Matt think what Matt thinks one thing and JCB thinks the other thing, I'm definitely sided with JCB based on what I said. Earlier. And I didn't even get a chance to do it because he'd already proved that that was true. <laughs> Wow. Sign up for that I, Patreon I, account, guys. You can make a lot of money. Bet off against whatever Matt says. You know what? You, know, I, I, you could have made a lot of money there. I would have I would have sworn blind that um that he that she was in the Hall of Fame. She said it deserves to be, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Hunter, put her in next year. Number when you're 40, perfect time to put her in. Now I'm yeah. mocking you, Matt, but actually, when it comes to wrestling knowledge, that is very, very rare that you're wrong on anything. If you're sure on something wrestling, I would normally, if I had to put my life on the line, I would normally go with you because you have an uncanny knowledge. I, I don't know how you can recall so much stuff, but yeah, that is very unusual for you to mess when up. When you on a care about match. something, Graham, you remember stuff. Mm -hmm. I heard that. That's why I hate maths. <laughs> I, I wanna, I, we, we'll do our we'll do the uh, fan cop moments at the end of the show today so jcb can get off to work but i got some devil's advocates that i want to deliver to jcb and i got some other things i want to talk about so i want to get straight to the devil's advocate round let's do it guys, advocate, guys. Good. Bad. all right matt take it away sir Right, sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to the Devil's Advocate round of the Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast with myself and Graham, and our guest, who is JCB this week, from the Band Women's Podcast, to check it out every Friday on Video Media and other places around the world as well. We're throwing Devil's Advocates at each other, which are ridiculous statements we do not believe in, for 20 seconds. There will be a wrestling one and a non-wrestling one, and if anyone uh, believes what we're saying is truthful and not just, you know, making things... Up to make each other laugh. Take out of our DADA. Oh, wait, he's on holiday this week. So, um, just got to check my notes here. Uh, Jay White is probably <laughs> stepping in for this week. So, um, you can find him at Nish Guy. <laughs> I heard he was out of a job right now. So, I wonder <laughs> what he was doing in that right. time while he was waiting. Now we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing do the paperwork for, for, for Michael. Yeah. Just hanging out, you know, doing pods. <sighs> so, JCB, as our guest, you have a prerogative. Of if you wish to deliver a devil's advocate or receive a devil's advocate. God, I hate this part. Um, I've, uh, I've always been a fan of just getting the bad news first, so I will be. I will receive the devil's advocate first. Select your your torturer. <laughs> We're doing them both anyway, aren't we? we yeah. Who? who yeah, okay, that's, I just want to make sure. Um, geez, Louise. Um, should we, who do you want to do, Billy? Should we do? Should we do Graham first? Okay, Billy says let's do Graham first, so we'll do Graham first. 
All right, let's see what we got here for Let you. Let me get a cigarette going. Jesus. Okay. Um, your devil's advocate from me is uh, St. Louis is so bereft of wrestling knowledge that they couldn't even write a one-minute-long wrestling story, hence the 48-second match this week at the Shy Fetz Arena between the Blackpool Combat Club, Dalton Castle, and the boys. Well, I mean, everybody knows that Chicago is a much bigger city than St. Louis anyway. I mean, we just strive to be what they are. So, I mean, it, it was the fact that they even had the decency to drop the Blackpool Combat Club onto this miserable city. You know, we should just be appreciative of that. So, you know, I can I have no problem with them coming in for the rest of the minutes, spanking ass and leaving. Uh, that's a very short match when you got that type of talent. I was like, okay. I, I, I don't know the backstory. It might have been deserved. I have no idea. I just saw the length of time of match. I saw it was in St. Louis, and I'm going, yeah, I'm just going to make fun of uh, Chicago, uh, St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I looked at Brad, and I was like, this easy. is what I think. This is what should have happened. You know, Blackpool, if you're going to push Blackpool Combat Club to be this top-tier heel, heel faction, then Dalton Castle and the boys should not be in this ring more than longer than five minutes. It, it was, like you said, less than a minute. Perfect. Move along. I have no problem with it. Then mind me of WrestleMania 27 when there was an eight-man tag match. Eight-man tag match. We lasted one minute, 30 seconds. <laughs> was that the uh, League of Nations? No, that was, um, that was the core versus Big Show, mm. Kane, Kozlov. Now, Big Show... I think Big Show. I think oh, Kofi Kingston was in there. Santina Morella, Vladimir Kozlov, and I think it was Kane. Yeah. So, yeah, and that was that was embarrassing. That was embarrassing. And for the context, the core were the tag team champions at the time, I and they. So, how are we doing this, Matt? JCB delivers one to you now, and then you deliver one to me, and then we'll yeah. we'll figure out the missing ones after that. Yeah. All yeah. right. All right. Give Matt his uh, wrestling related one, JCB. Okay, Matt, so since you're now a big-time commentator, I'm assuming that you will now quit Good Cop, Bad Cop and go on to be a full-time commentator with your dream matches being in no particular order, CM Punk, Logan Paul, and Grayson Waller. Without a question or a doubt, I have outgrown this podcast. I have got such a big ego, my mother even calls me out for this. Okay, Logan Paul versus CM Punk versus Grayson Waller. That is a match that is WrestleMania worthy. Give him the titles, give him everything you want, put it inside Hell in a Cell, and I want to call that match with Jerry Lawler. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's great. I should have you, you said Grayson Waller last week. I'm like, damn, he hates Grayson Waller too. <laughs> We we went off bad cop and we're just on hate cop now at this point. <laughs> the evolution oh, show. Fair, he's doing a fantastic job in the role. To be fair, he's made me hate the the character. I love hey, the guys. A great job, absolutely great job. All right, Matt, what you got for me? Okay, Graham, your your wrestling one is hmm, two. Um, oh, I don't know what I make. Mean. Um, Big F and Joe is my favorite wrestler, and I will watch that match over and over again. 
Uh, absolutely. Big F in Joe is... Uh, oh, I didn't click start. That's going to be longer than 20 seconds. Ed. Uh, how can you not like somebody? Even if you don't know anything about it, as soon as you hear that name, what's not to like? Big, that's taking rest. In fact, you've got effing in there. Like, the fact it doesn't say fucking. Like, you know, that is obviously uh, family-friendly as well. So that's absolutely perfect as well. And Joe, that's just like your average guy. That's like Joe the Builder, etc. So who wouldn't want to watch somebody as lovable and affable as that character right there? Yeah. I don't think mm. I've ever seen any of his matches, so I can't really comment on it. But you... I glanced through the fan cop moments this week, Graham, and Big FN Joe made the cut, literally. What do you mean, made the cut? A, uh, someone's penis. Oh, that's, oh, that's the same guy that's on CXW? Yeah. Oh, shoot, I didn't realize, I had not made that cut. That's Big FN Joe. Oh, Oh, oh I, I'm glad I was oblivious to that then. I had not realized that's the same guy that's on your own. It was in the title. It's a big oh, effing Oh, shoot. Oh, oh like, attaboy. Okay. Attaboy. No, you could you Hang really on. tone that down because you could have mentioned oh. like a syringe in oh. a dick and, so, and I would have been like, <laughs> JCB's calling time out right now. <laughs> what in the world? Why, why, what are the sports that you joke is talking about? <laughs> I'm going to let you explain, Matt. You have the, you have the wrestling knowledge. Go on. Um, well, let me start by I need saying, a little content behind this. Let um, me start by saying, chat, grapple, and pops have made some comment. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Kind of thing. And five nerds go mentioned, uh, you might not want to <laughs> be careful what you ask for. And then I got to find out this story. So go ahead, Matt. Well, I'm... It- yeah, basically, what happened is a match took place. Big of a Joe is a big time deathmatch wrestler. He wrestles in the US and the UK. He's he's actually becoming quite a big star um, right. on that side of things. Um, yeah, and Chat Grab on Cheap Pops, they were, they, they've been previous guests on the show and they made, they, they made, they made points um, about <laughs> what the hell was going on. Um, I'm rambling a little bit because I'm trying to find an act, trying to find the video for it, but um, I can't see the finding. The fan cop moments never. Well, all I can remember from the video clip that I saw was it suddenly shows you a guy with his trunks pulled down, a syringe stuck in his dick, takes out the syringe, and then pulls his trunks back up. So I'm like, what? I think the comment was like, I don't go to a wrestling match to um, to get my dick out, and I think I was like, what? (laughs) Excuse me. Oh like, yeah, well, it was. I thankfully fact, missed that story oh, to begin with. That should have clearly been bad. Cop cop you, you just replied to it. Yes, it was. It wasn't the fan cop moment. No, um, it was, five it, nerds ago did send me a, a link to it, so I, I did get to. Uh, yeah, that, that to, was that was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you said what the fuck to something. So um, yeah, I uh, I, I I dipped into it. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. try. And- I'm can going... we can we dip out of it? We got to move on. JCB's got to go to the as well. Uh, you can send him the link later. Okay, we'll we'll figure it out. All right, the one for you, Matt, is um, adversity often turns into a good thing. When the wrestlers got stranded in Saudi Arabia, the following pivot on Raw was excellent, and the loss of Josh Alexander and Mickey James did the same thing for Impact Sacrifice last weekend. That me? Yes, that's you. Yeah. Oh yeah, Mickey... Matt. I only Mickey... did JCB. Mickey James um is no loss to any card, Graham. She's she's passed it. She's passed her best. George Alexander will never amount to what you to what you can we would find from Ethan Page, Graham. But both of these guys being missing from impact, good riddance to him. Give a title to someone who deserves it. Someone else, Santina Morella. He deserves a world title. Time. 
Um, quote, if you're a huge Impact fan, you will find a few things to enjoy, but nothing to blow, be blown away by. There's really only one good match on this entire card, and it's the opening match, without any titles or much story. Injuries unfortunately affected this card, but there were still five or six disappointing matches. Impact needs a huge show next week for Mania Weekend, because this was a bad show. Um, the first match, I believe, if I remember correctly, was, uh, I haven't seen it, but it was Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Speedball Bailey, which I can imagine being an Lovely. absolute Lovely. Uh, banger. Um, I think when we get to FanCop somebody's going to disagree with that statement but um the comments that i saw said it was a disappointing show but that's tough when you lose those two people obviously it's very tough very tough yeah. jcb it's in your inbox it's in the it's in our little group chat jcb I, I just saw it yeah no i just saw it <laughs> <laughs> i haven't watched it yet i just saw that you sent me the week so i'm gonna watch it uh sometime later this afternoon the FBI is on its way to investigate JCB's laptop right now. Uh, you better deliver your devil's advocate to JCB then. I think we're working backwards. Okay, your your devil's advocate for me, JCB, uh, is okay. opening day was nowhere near as much fun as doing band from ringside. Oh, opening day is just overrated. I mean, you know, you cough up money for tickets. I mean, if you do it like we do it, you know, it's beer, food, you know. We weren't hardly in, even in the tickets or even in the seats that long for it. It was as much money we paid for. I easily could have did bad for ringside and saved God knows how much. That's good for time. That's good for time. I know. I, I thought about doing the other way around. I thought now was spinning because it's much more fun to watch you squirm for a few moments. That oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, we the, the, the tickets were one fifty six a piece. So yeah, opening day is a, nice, a massive it, markup. They they get in every year later, too, boy. On that note, right? <laughs> uh, my 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 beloved this morning uh, made my entire year by buying me tickets to Busted uh, reunion concerts. Um, don't roll your eyes at me, Graham. They were not cheap tickets. Um, and they sold out pretty damn quick. That's why you're 21,000. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were expensive. Uh, JCB, what you got for me? So it's time to admit that JGB is the far superior podcast next to Good cop, bad cop. Thank you. Well, Jesus Christ. That's the biggest softball I've ever had on this show. Um, so, I, yeah, on a, on a weekly basis, I have to deal with a, with a kid. And um, I also have to on JCB as well. JGB as well. No, um, the fact that I get to talk baseball <laughs> rather than wrestling. Wrestling was never supposed to be my podcast. That was only because my son wanted to do it. I wanted a baseball podcast. So getting to talk to him about college baseball in particular as well is just an absolute highlight of my week. Now, that's an absolute softball. I love recording JGB. I, lo I love Matt, but there's no, there's no bigger bond than when you got your son. And he wants to do it as well. And he's at that age where everything's excitable. Like everything's new to him right now. He, we can never recreate those first experiences. Like I, st I still remember watching him the first time that he saw somebody do um, a five forty from the top of the ropes onto the outside of the ring. He'd never seen what anything. Like that. Oh, sorry, through a table, through a table. Like he never. When you get to see things through kids' eyes, it's it's wonderful. right. And they see things that you don't appreciate because you you're old, you're cynical, like you've seen it all before. Um, it, it's so much fun watching it through um, through his eyes, and um, he's a blast. Matt, I, I love doing, obviously I love doing good cop bad cop as well. We wouldn't have done it for five years otherwise. But I'm loving the opportunity to do JGB. Oh, you can be the middle finger. Fuck off. Go no, fuck <laughs> no, This is the last episode. Screw you. <laughs> you're ass. You're ass. I, I, I don't know. They backwards. broke up on the pod. I think we went backwards and forwards. So I think we're on to the uh, the non-wrestling ones. Is that right? 
Yes. I think so. So I got to go to um I gotta to go to you first, JGB. So ooh, I got a choice of two as well. Um yeah, I'm gonna go for that one. We'll we'll go I, I thought Matt was going on the same lines as me to begin with, but this is obviously too specific for him to come up with anything like this. Um JCB, as a baseball purist, I loved that the season opener for the Cardinals was against an American League opponent. Yeah, it's it's good to, to see Vladimir Guerrero come into town and, you know, the American League starting off with the American League versus, you know, the boring, you know, Chicago Cubs. Who wants to see the Chicago Cubs on opening day? Nobody wants to draw for that. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Give me Vladimir Guerrero Jr. every day twice on Sunday. Well, that was perfect on time. Um, now, now the 20 seconds is over. What do you really think about having the American League versus National League so early? I know every team's facing weird. every team. <laughs> that, and, and that's what, what that was a running argument for, for us at the seats. Um, I don't necessarily want it. I get it. You know, you get to see, you know, the Oakland A's, Toronto, teams that you would probably never get to see. I don't necessarily want that. I want September to be you know, all divisional play. I wanted the NL Central to play the NL Central. And that way, you, you're, that leads to what should be a exciting divisional race all across the board. Some divisions are going to get blown out. We know this. But more times than not, divisions stay close. And if you play within the division, you can make those games up. So for me, I don't necessarily like it. But, you know, I'm just old head like that, you know, that the shift to me was like, you know, the bat out of hell. I was like, what's going on? You can't have all these fielders over here. So, you know, it's like I'm the old man, you know, get off my grass type of dude. So in that scenario, yeah, I'm much more rather have it all be divisional play in September okay. versus we play every team. The cheap shot one was going to be um, the singer of the national anthem looked like they'd make a terrible baseball player. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say that Adam Wainwright's career, at least a Hall of Fame career, is uh is up with question. I'll, I'll say this: it was surprised to see him sing. It wasn't as good as I hoped. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was somewhere in the gray. So supposedly that's something that he might want to do in his uh his post baseball career. You know, Adam, if that's what you want to do, brother, go, go knock yourself out. Who am I to tell you not to do that? I did send Matt a link earlier, so he'd at least have a clue what we were talking about for two or three minutes. I didn't want him to be like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> "All right, Jason, what you got for Matt then?" Non wrestling related. I, I, I was going to say uh, to me the, the one thing that I, I caught away from was the wedding that's coming up. So I would assume that Matt is the luckiest guy between the two guys that are getting ready to get married. So yeah, Matt, tell us how lucky you really are. Oh, I, I, I'm quite I have a luckiest person on this planet. I mean, who can put up my snoring on a, on a, on a, on a nightly basis deserves a <laughs> fucking medal? Graham had to put up with it for three nights. He got no sleep at all time of the rest of the weekend. Chris, I love him dearly, and he deserves all of the respect in the world for putting on my fucking noise. And you can apply that to what? when I'm commentating and podcasting as well, to be fair. <laughs> He is the most he is the most patient person in the world. Opposites attract. All right, what you got for me, Matt? Right, Graham. Um, I was gonna take the cheap shot and go off your disc golf, but I'm not. I'm gonna go after collections instead. Um, okay. seventy five dollars plus VAT and shipping is fine for a pack of two not rare action figures. 
I have no idea what this is in relation to at all. Normally you scan my Facebook stuff and stuff. Um, obviously it depends what the figures are. So $75, break it down, $37. You got shipping in there as well. That's normally like $15. You want it wrapped and protected. You don't want it breaking as soon as it goes to the mail. $30 a figure. So yeah, no, I think that seems perfect. You've got to remember there's a lot of inflation right now. Everything price of everything's gone up. It's like we we're forgetting we're old. Everything's not as what price it used to be. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, I have no idea what that's in relation that's to. That's $75 plus shipping. And oh, plus shipping, okay. Yeah. A, a two-pack, WWE action figure, two-pack, um, Survivor Series 1990, Undertaker and Gobbledygooker collectibles. Oh, Gobbledygooker. Oh, cool. Okay. Gobbledyhead. Okay. $75. That's a little pricey. <laughs> That's more for Taker than it is for <laughs> I saw someone. I saw someone actually post their receipt for it, including tax and shipping. It was ninety four dollars. Kiss my they ass. Balls and their money will soon. And be they gone. were not even signed. Oh, you got to get the gobbledygooker's autograph. I mean, come on. Always wait for a champion. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, Matt, my non-wrestling one for you is um, I already had the best early wedding present imaginable, the announcement of the cancellation of E3. Well, Graham, you actually don't know how true this is, Graham. I haven't got to now go to Los Angeles, Graham. So that's fantastic. I can spend more time in London with people I actually care about. Uh, I, can, I, you know, I might even meet an adult American while, while I'm in London. Who knows, Graham? Um, I'm not going to go to LA and E3. Fuck off. Don't need any more. Um, bad cop moment on me. When I first read it, I thought it said EC3. And I was like, oh, what's he done there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was confirmed last night as we're talking. The E3, which is obviously... Um, I've been. I didn't. I didn't know what this um was. Nothing. I think it's like oh the electronic, uh, um exclusive event something like that. Oh, see, I thought you were bluffing. I thought you genuinely knew, and it was obvious. Oh, you're actually thinking there for a second. I'm trying. I'm trying to what E3 stands for. It was oh, E3, okay. so I'm trying to what the E's all stood for. <laughs> um, see, <laughs> it's, um, it's 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 gone. Um, COVID were paid to it originally. Um, so in, uh, well, it, it, the event's gone, Graham, but everyone's gone and done their own events instead now, Graham. So well, that's so what it said. It said all the organizations, like, I don't really want to talk gaming, but it did say, like, Sony's going to put on their own show. Uh, Rather than paying the two and a half million to E3 to have a stand there, they're doing their own thing and saving the money. Uh-huh. All right. What you got for JCB? Right. Well, the awkward thing here is I actually did the wrong way around, actually. So I'm going to have to do something completely by the seat of my pants, unfortunately. Um, and that is, um, I will happily give up hosting, being on BFR and on Phoenix Dash Podcast and permanently moving to Good Cop, Bad Cop Wrestling Podcast. That's a, that's easy. I mean, come on. It, our, our triumphant chemistry is so good right now. I don't even see a reason why BFR needs me. You know, they already said that I'm basically kicked out for the you know the rest of the week. Um, Phoenix Splash Podcast. Brett knows more than than I do. I just uh, drive the car because he doesn't want to. So yeah, it's about time that uh, uh, I slide on over and make a good cop, bad cop uh, three. I guess time, time, time. <laughs> he kept going. Man, that was that was such a softball. He could do like thirty. He could carry it on for a minute. <laughs> that was like a speed check. <laughs> I got I to I point out as well that wasn't bad for top of my head. <laughs> no, nah, the funny part is like you know, Bill's always like you know, whenever one of us is missed, 
and you know, this is the way the podcast was always supposed to be. It's supposed to be me and you know, fill in the blank, whoever's there. I'm just like, dude, come on, man. Let's <laughs> say Zach is always gone. That's our stick, buddy. Um, just for context, Graham, the one that I was, I, I mean, to give you was, um, next time I hit the course, I want to hit all eighteen chains in a row. Yeah, uh, uh, I actually well, I got twenty four bogeys in a row. But yeah, the the holes before that, I just I knew it was going to be a good round because every shot I made before it was like chain bounce out, chain bounce out. I was like, oh my god! I was like, that you know that now I'm calm enough that I know it'll average out over the end. So I had a ridiculous run of bad luck to begin with, but in the end, I was yeah, that that was my best run on the disc golf course. I was uh, I was in the zone Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good. This is ultimate frisbee to you. Oh, it's Jake. not ultimate frisbee. That's a totally different thing. Thing, ultimate yeah. frisbee is like football with a frisbee. You throw the frisbee and you have to catch it and you make touchdowns and stuff. It's completely different from disc golf. That's like saying that American football is the same as golf. Like that's that's, that's the, the analogy. It's completely well, different. They, well, they both take they both take several hours to complete. Okay. All right, JCB, I know you got to get to work. He doesn't care. He doesn't care if you get fired, but I do. So go ahead. Give me your, your non-wrestling-related demo. I know you guys do. Okay, so your devil's advocate, Graham, is uh, it's weird for grown men to collect baseball cards and figurals, or figurines, collectibles, however you want to call it. Oops, I saw my time too quick. Oh, it absolutely is. Like, we haven't got anything better to do than that. Like, why don't we just advertise the fact that we're idiots? Like, we're going to throw our money away and we're going to put it on show <laughs> so everyone can see how stupid we actually are. Of course, I just paid $7.50 for a card because I recognized the name from a film. I, got, I saw Jake LaModa, uh, PSA 10 was there. I was like, oh, he's in Raging Bull. Let me buy it. Yeah, how stupid can I be? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, not PSA, ten, not PSA ten, but it is a ten rated. There's Raging Bull. There's Jacob. Oh, Jacob Ada, nice. Uh, it was <laughs> most of the cards for that were actually about twenty one dollars. So I saw a bargain. I was like, ah, oh, it's an iconic film. I'll get it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't we just show how stupid we are? We got nothing better to spend our money on than toys. <laughs> I think it said that that's the biggest market for toys now. I think it's adults. They're buying stuff for themselves rather than for kids. No shit. So, uh, because we can. You know, we got that disposable income. Well, that, that's true. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't afford it when we were kids, but now, that's why we have jobs. <laughs> we want money so we can buy things. That's the whole point. That is the whole that, point. That and wrestling subscription. So, yeah, that, yeah. I would, uh, definitely could go with that. That's at least my advice. I can't speak for everybody else. Yeah, that's why I cut down on these ones. I was like, I'm just going to take a month of like title match, a month of IWTV, or at least that was the plan. And then I just got signed up for a whole year again. Oh, well, I'll figure it out eventually. Get you every um, time, boy. Matt, you're the organizer on this. I think that was all the devil's advocates complete. Is that right? I believe that is that is the case. Um, JCB, uh, thank you so much for taking your time um, out of your out of your busy day to come and to come on our little dog and pony show. Um, it, it, we, as always, we love having you on, sir. Um, would you mind no, reminding thanks, me where to hear your lovely dulcet tones? No, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, good luck with the wedding before I forget to say that. Uh, I'm I'm happy for you, happy for Chris, and uh, good luck with the wedding. Uh, just on business purposes, where you can find 
our lovely podcast, Band from Ringside, uh, on, on all major podcast platforms, YouTube, um, Visionary Global Media, um, any place you, you can go to the search bar, hit Band from Ringside, and you should be good to go. Same for Phoenix Black, Phoenix Splash Podcast. Um, I would just go to Visionary Global Media as you will go through the list of various podcasts, great podcasts that are on the original global media list, eventually you will bump into Phoenix Crash Podcast. Go ahead and hit that subscribe link. That way you can't miss it because we don't do on a regular schedule. Whenever stuff starts to happen, in this case, we kind of circled April 8th for a possible uh, recording. So look for the next Phoenix Crash around April 8th-ish, and then Bamfering Side every Friday on all major podcast platforms. So, yeah, come check us out. Uh, Facebook as well, Bamfering Side, all that good stuff. Friends from BFR, that's our chat group on Facebook. So if you're a Facebook guy or girl, you can check us out there. Um, yeah, just, I'm just like I said, I appreciate you guys having me on. I always like coming on, and this was fun per usual. So thanks again. And like I said, uh, man, good luck with the way, man. Uh, I'm happy for you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you much, buddy. Good. Bad. All right. Thank you to JCB. Always a fun time. Let's get to those fan cop moments and see what we missed from our regular yes. sections. Uh, Steve-O at Total Steve-O. As I explained to Matt, I don't watch current wrestling, but hashtag good cop moment. CM Punk going over the top, pretending to puke after witnessing Triple H and Nash arguing with each other over who sent the text. And bad cop Cody Rhodes being interviewed by someone that evidently didn't clear, uh, didn't care on Raw. Um, I'm, I want to apologize to the UTT podcast. It was a cheap shot, but I said, do you think we would tag at UTT podcast hosts if we wanted current moments? I had to pick a name. I chose their name this time, but... Uh... Yeah, Steve-O is currently going through through the 2011 summer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's 12 years behind at the moment, but that's okay. We've we've gone going about the prehistoric times one upon a time. So yeah, that's my favorite one. <laughs> okay, at Dan Griffin 21, best cop moment sacrifice was a banging show. And for the mania week, hype for blood sport for the culture, Effie's big gay brunch, ring of honor, and multiverse united. Worst cop moment, Pacific time, making it harder than usual to keep up with all the shows going on. This is true. Yeah. Although WWE shows always at set times, um, you know, that set time is going to be on for us, but everyone being on the West Coast of America right now for WrestleMania week, yeah, it's making things difficult. With um, regards to those shows, um, I, I didn't mention it in my speed check, but um, and it doesn't work real great for the audio, but I sent you the end of the very first match um, yeah. from the show, and it was like, one, two, and then the referee dives his hand under and then just went, tap. And then in the ring, I didn't. Sh- I only showed you that part, but then both wrestlers are kind of in there going, what's that? And then he's going, no, 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 ring the bell, ring the bell. It, it was awful. Oh my gosh. Um, thankfully, everything I've seen since that has been really, really good. But it was a, certainly a bad show to um to the collective for, for, for sure. Um, Danny, at Scottish Juggalo, best cop, rumors circulating that Gangrel and Christian will be part of Edge's entrance, as you mentioned. Tim Wright being inducted, and Scott Demore hitting a Canadian destroyer. Uh, worst cop, no worst cop, because it's WrestleMania weekend, baby. Woo! And they got a, they got a, a, a lovely picture there from WrestleMania 18 of a big show with um a little girl sitting on sitting in his arm, pretty much. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania, baby. Woo! Um, yeah, it, it wasn't great. I'm gonna follow on with 
with um um with King Pig's bladders, who is replying to him directly, so it's not on the main thread. Um, best cop moment. Um, Cam Griff ninety two dream of Gilbo being covered on two wrestling podcasts this week is always <laughs> a reality. My quest for Barry has overshadowed his love of Gilbert and I've felt his joy. Yeah, I'd like to point out that this week on Chain Wrestling, um, the, the the votes um, for the show going out on Monday, uh, do check out on their YouTube channel, guys. It's always a, always a blast. Uh, it's uh, Gilbert or nothing but Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Which of it all? Maryland's own Gilberg. I had to vote for Gilberg. Yeah, I'm glad you picked up on that one because I would I would have missed that one. I just thought it was a a, a comment, not an actual moment. So. Always a good comment, sir. Yep, I'll go with um at UTT Rob. Then good cop moment. Found my original copy of WCW Spring Stampede 2000 for an app Bang Bang podcast review. No peacocking for me. Uh, bad cop moment. Nick Khan saying he's open to pay per view model returning, and a WTF cop moment. Sabu claiming that he planned his botches. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That would be a botch, <laughs> that another head scratcher for me. That wouldn't be a botching, would it? No, exactly. That makes no sense. Okay, I'm going to steal your one of your ones here, Ground Queen of the Indies, Tiffany, former guest, of course. <laughs> Best cop moment, VBU winning first NFW tag team gold. And the stream was going everywhere. That would be uh, Vlog Brothers University. Um, that was one of her interviews from uh, from this week. And I didn't get to see the whole thing, but I think it was like nearly an hour into the show and Tiffany commented she's only asked two of her questions. So I think I posted the over-under that will finish before midnight. Uh, it was it was running long, and unfortunately I was working that night. So, But I did, I did manage to jump on the feed for a little bit. Um, Jamel Holness at GHH Wrestling. A good cop moment at Adam Cole Pro, baby. Last night in that match against Daniel Garcia and at Brian Danielson turning heel. And a bad cop moment. Moxley knocks uh, Don into a legal bloody... Uh, sorry, a legit bloody mess. Shake my head. Yeah, um, I did see a picture from that this morning on Twitter. Um, but yeah, eek. One could argue deserves it. Um, <laughs> at, high five, at high five Tom... Um, great cop moment. Glad to see my boys Brett Yeager and BFR JCB having a great time at Dynamite in St. Louis. Um, St. Yeah. Louis, I've said that, but wrong, I'm aware. I'm still, I'm still with it in St. Louis. Uh, love the VGM synergy, it warms my ever blackened heart. Um, <laughs> no, Tom, you are nothing but positivity and kindness and wonderfulness. That's all you, that's all you ever are. Wonderful. Actual wrestling good cop moment. Stoked that real Jeff Cobb is getting exposure on the weekly cable. Jude is the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was uh, very impressed that we got to see him once again in Canada. It was uh, Ethan Page's organization. The the people that Mason and I chose to meet on that one um, was Jeff Cobb and uh, Trey Miguel. So uh, picked a couple of good ones right there, as far as I was concerned. Um, the mid... Well, you just did it, so I have to do this one. The Midwest Wrestling Roundup. For some reason, that's a podcast. That's like my tongue twister for some reason. Uh, my conversation with uh, Ref Jerry on this week's Midwest Wrestling Roundup had me in stitches. Jerry is an unsung hero in our Midwest wrestling scene, for sure. And I believe that's it, Matt, but unless you saw... I, want to, give, I want to give Tom's credit there. For managing to get Midwest wrestling into, in bear in mind how many times he said that in his actual Twitter handle, he managed to get that into his comment twice. 
That's an impressive little feat. That's an impressive little feat for Absol- sure. Absolutely it is, Graham. Absolutely it is. Thank you to everybody for um for uh, sitting in their messages this week. Guys, at this point, I um with Graham's permission, I, I'd like to say something. Um the last nearly five years, um I have delighted in poking fun at a guy I regard as my big brother. Um and I have loved being the co-host on this show. However, it, there's always a time where these things always come to an end. Um in fact this is my last ever podcast appearance. Yeah. So next week there'll be someone else. Um other than Matt Willis sitting here with Graham doing a good cop back cop. Um I I love you all. Um and thank you for all the kind wishes. Um Graham, as always, it's been a pleasure. Um I love you, buddy. And uh we'll stay in touch, I'm sure. But um yeah, it's 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 goodbye for now. Um yeah, this is Matt Willis signing off. I'm out of here. Music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.